Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Cannot possibly be real. It's Friday. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, all. 24 July. It's a freaky Friday. It's got to be a dream. It can't be real. But the weekend's here. We have baseball to talk about. I'm going to start this baby off with a little Raquel since we're in a dream. You know what I mean? Poor Clayton Kershaw. So much to get through today, right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. <laughs> about it for sure i mean it's good show fodder but um i often play hurt you know and when i play hurt it's for a couple of reasons um so i i have a pending gallbladder removal that i've been pushing off pushing off and then covid came and there's nothing i'm doing to that right now um so i've got to grin and bear that until i think i'm okay to have this procedure done Unless it's an emergency, and then I'm not going to have a choice. Um, but I manage that one pretty good. I'm okay with that one. I think you can see that I, you know, I think what's happened basically is I'm probably semi-retired from the drinking game. I've proven that to be perfectly understandable. Um, but the bigger issue is something that I don't really talk about often is I had a pretty pretty bad car accident last year. Um. And I've just blown it off as anything other than ah, a car accident. A car accident, I was fortuitous with the timing of the accident for it could have taken my life or others in the car. Um, instead, there was a train that prevented oncoming traffic from coming when I did a full 180 into oncoming. What was going to be oncoming traffic, luckily for me, there was no oncoming traffic. Uh, I got T-boned at a very high rate of speed. And my back is destroyed because of this. Um, there's been a recommended surgery of which I refuse to have because when it comes to your back and when you get to be older than 40, 
the situation, you you you've got to find another way. So I've agreed to do things like yoga. Um, how do I put this? Yoga, huh? That's what Giancarlo Stanton did. Into. Listen, the yoga's for real. Um, I have a friend of mine, Yendi Alvarez, who I'm working with on the Alzheimer's walk. She's a dynamic young lady. She's a freaking rock star. God bless her, man. She's like a big yoga freak. Mm -hmm. So she's insisting that she, I can stretch this thing out and little by little at least have, you know, a workable situation with this, which is what I need. I need to be able to shoot around again. I forgot to mention, the one thing that I forget that I have is torn rotator cuff and a torn labrum from the accident as well. It's so small on the, on the list of things that I only remember when I do things like throw a football like I did last weekend. And when I say throw a football, it makes it sound like I slung the rock for an hour and a half. I probably threw the ball a dozen times. A week later, it feels like I just threw. It is what it is, brother. But today is a painful Friday for me because I am wrecked in pain. Didn't yoga do like a lot of meditation and stuff like that? What meditation, bro? Meditate means what? Being comatose or something? I like to be alive, brother. Oh, like meditation, like vibration and stuff like that. Like I'm not good with all that. Woo. Like I'm, I'm starting to well, run. I'm good with the visualization. The running has begun again for marathon training. I heard. And, and part of that training program that I'm going through on this app one of the days is 10-minute meditation. I've tried that, man. That would last two and a half minutes. I was not Listen, down Listen, Jitters, you need to get incorporate the visualization part of meditation in your program. You're, you're embarking on something you've never done. You said a half, right? Or are you running the whole damn thing? I'm running the whole damn thing, you're bro. You're crazy, bro. So big. You've probably never run more than three or four miles in your life. About eight. You've run eight? I've run eight. I'm pretty impressed with that. I've run eight. Recently or in your life? Mm, in your two life. and a half years ago. Recent enough. I ran 13 miles, 52 laps around the quarter-mile track at Coral Park to win a $100 bet. I would love that story. You, you've said that a gazillion times. Love that story. That's my, that's where I absolutely have never, but I was 18 years old. <laughs> in my true adult life, I think I've embarked in some five, six, seven-mile runs, which is what I used to do as a kid, too. But if I had to run today, I could probably, with the back, probably a mile. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have the back, I think I'd have the stamina to run about five miles, six miles still. Maybe more because I'm not in as bad a shape as I used to be. Right. Fitter and whatnot. But I'm in, I'm in some sort of pain today. I'm feeling off is the word. You look off. Off white, you look. Well, I mean, I have the white on. <laughs> but I'm 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 gonna fight through this because we have baseball to talk about. Although oh incomplete baseball, I couldn't tell you what happened in the Dodger game because I passed out. Yeah, the Dodgers whooped ass. That's what happened. Figured that out would happen. Celebrate Mookie Betts. Yankees were up four one, then it started raining. And it didn't stop raining. And it didn't stop raining. And I'm trying to figure out, it looks like that'll be an official game, would it not? I'm looking it up right now, but I believe we, it is. Have we, have we determined that the Yankees are 1-0? It is a final, six innings. Six inning final. Mm -hmm. Giancarlo Stanton goes super-duper yard for the, for the season's first home run. Did you hear where he put it? Yeah, he put it in the like last 460, row. I think he yeah. put it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it happen. <laughs> I saw it happen. The beautiful part is that they're, like, they're, they're gassing this guy up like, 
oh, this guy has done yoga in the off season. He's in the best shape of his life. Look how skinny it is. It didn't look like Giancarlo Stanton at all. He even had like the little trim, little mustache going. Like he like, very thin lined mustache. I was like, yo, who is this guy? Cranked it. And I was like, wow, bro. These announcers must feel incredible right now. They just got. Oh, they nailed it. They nailed it. But who are your announcers? Was it A-Rod and the other dude? Yes. I had part of the feed through XM. Sometimes I don't keep the vibe, so I'll put on I'll put on the radio if I'm doing something around the house mm-hmm. while the TV's on. It's just weird. I don't remember who was saying, but they said something similar. They said that he he had gotten in better shape. He got in better shape. That he had suffered an, an injury. Right. Remember, if, if it the might have been the same feed. In March, I don't think there's like a bunch of people doing that. So I think they take the same feed and put it on. It has to have been the same too. If he was, if he was, yeah. Remember, there's not necessarily a gazillion announcers in the ballpark, so and I'm they're thinking. not even in the ballpark. They're like in studios. Well, they were. That's true. Hey, Rod, and what's that guy's name? I, I never remember his name. Is it Vesurgian or is that not, not Matt? That's not him. Or is it? I don't remember who the hell he is. I don't. I don't remember. That doesn't make me old now, does it? I just don't remember the guy's name. No. But yes, the Yankees are officially 1-0. So they're officially 1-0. They're going to win 40 to 42 games. They're going to be tough to beat. And then this playoff system sucks. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. Can I openly say that this playoff system really sucks? Yes. Do you realize how god-awful it is? Uh, I haven't thought about how god-awful it is. It's pretty bad. I want to hear your take on it. Well, think about it. Put put it into perspective for a second. So you finish in third place in the AL Central. You go 31 and 29. And you get the eight seed. Mm-hmm. Sure, you don't play at home, but what the hell does home matter if there's no fans? And you play three straight games in someone else's stadium, a game of baseball, which anything can happen. It's a best of three series. So the moment the home team wins the second game, they've won the series. But quite frankly, are you comfortable playing a three game series to decide? albeit in a bridged season, with a team that probably has no business being on the field with you because in a normal playoff setting, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. I understand we're trying to expand the role, and when Manfred explained it yesterday, I wanted to go through the TV and strangle him. There's no first round. Are you kidding? So you win a division, there's no buy? Okay, so you want a buy. That's fine. You have to have a buy. There has to be a buy. There has to be a buy. There has to be a buy. You have to give some sort of a reward. There has to be a buy. There absolutely has to be a buy. Especially if you're only playing, what is it, it's a one-game series or a three-game series? I think it's a one-game series. It's a three-game series. It's a best-of-three. So it's 3-3. Three, three so the Yankees will play the eighth-seeded team in a best-of-three in Yankee Stadium. Uh, if they're the one seed. Of course, I'm being really Yankee-ish there. And from there, they go to another wild-card series? Or they go uh, to they go to, it's like freaking Sweet 16, like A-Rod said yesterday. So 3-5-7 is pretty much. 7-7. Seven, 3-5-7-7 seven. Seven, seven is pretty much what they're I, I guess. Jesus. Because they change their mind every day? Jesus. 
why, albeit 60 games, you are not rewarded for being the best team? In what mind does that even work? 786-828-7068. Finally, I can be pissed off about something in sports. It's about time. It's about damn time. What sense does this make? Who's a bracketologist out there? I made brackets for years in my flag league. You're supposed to incorporate common sense in that. Where's the common sense in a one and two seed having to subject themselves to a three-game series to advance? Absolutely not. You give them the advantage, you rest them up, and make it harder for the team that didn't play as well to have to beat them. Simple. So when Garrett Cole starts the first game of whatever series it is, not the way the season works out, this is horse manure. Am I the only one that feels this way? No, no. Because I haven't even bothered to look it up. You're 100% dead on. Dead on. Has anyone else been vocal or am I the first one? Um, I think you're the first one. I haven't necessarily heard any other shows. So then I'm alone on this. No one's... No one's no one. No, but you're right though. It's there's no there's no reward for the whoever whoever does whoever does best. There's no reward for the winners. Like there, it doesn't mean anything. So you just kind of just have to hover around. So them teams can kind of play the place of, all right, we don't want to face this team. Let's let loose today, or let's let's let it easy today. We don't want to face this team. Where is the fairness in that? I don't see anybody. I'm the only one that doesn't like it. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine not being I'm fine being the only one. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. I, it's horrible. They it's, have no idea what they want to do. Really Everything has just turned into a huge game now. I, I I don't get it. I really don't get it. Drastically expand the playoffs. You're telling me. This is horrible, dude. It's three extra teams in each league, and there's no rhyme or reason. I don't get it. This guy's an idiot. Is it personal with me and Manfred already? I don't know. I don't think it's personal. I mean, I I think I I think. I think you think that every decision that he makes is a bonehead decision. But I don't think I don't think it's a personal thing. I don't necessarily think you you hate the guy, I just think you think he makes bad decisions. It's eight teams in each division. Give me a break. Just it's let a lot of teams, man. Just let everybody make the playoffs then. That's, yeah, pretty much because that's how it is in basketball and in hockey. Everyone makes the playoffs. There's only a handful it's of teams horrible. that make the playoffs. And I don't like it. There's too many teams that make the playoffs. And, ba- and that's what basketball is watered down. You don't have to be that good and you can make the playoffs. Look what they're doing in basketball this season. Now, all of a sudden, now the ninth place seed or the ninth seeded team can all of a sudden not have an opportunity if they're within four games to get to the playoffs. Come on, man. They're doing this as, as an advantage because there's only eight games before the playoffs start. Fine, I get it. However, yo, you're in ninth, you're in ninth, you're in eighth, you're in eighth. That's it. There's no, there's no reason to have a pennant race. Why are we rewarding teams that are playing poorly? There's no... uh, (laughs) Why are we rewarding teams that are playing poorly? Why? 
and then they, you don't reward the winner. One of my followers, Jeremy Stroud. I don't. Let me see, Jeremy. Jeremy usually has a. There's Jeremy. Jeremy's part. Jeremy's a South Floridian. He lives in Pompano Beach. He he could not have nailed this anymore in a response to me saying this format is horrible. It was a Costanza meme from a guy named Ben Thirteen Porter. It says MLB deciding to expand the playoffs a few hours before the first pitch of the season, and it's Costanza going. <sighs> getting in his car all mad, right? Mm -hmm. So I wrote, this format is horrible. And Jeremy Stroud writes me, goodbye, pennant race. I hope you come back in the future. <laughs> That's great. He deserves a whistle, but I, I have to have the first whistle because if not the streak, the streak can't continue because of Jeremy. Do you see me? Yes. So I have to say something that deserves a, 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 a whistle and then we can double whistle for Jeremy. Yeah, buddy. You like that one? Yeah, buddy. Good. That's better. I like that. So, um, how is this even a logical strategy for Major League Baseball? How is it that this works in their mind? Like, they have to go through a thinking process. And then they decide they're going to do this. So I, I'm just, I'm really curious when they thought it through, Frank. They saw this making sense because it's common sense, which apparently is not common with them. Well, they've been trying for a long time to try to expand the playoffs. So like little by little, all of a sudden we've been getting more teams. It started with one wildcard team. And all of a sudden there was two wildcard teams. I think they had a totally different plan going into the season about a playoff uh, expansion, and now they're adding even another couple teams. So it went from the playoffs is eight teams, or the playoffs was eight teams originally when we were watching baseball earlier on, to now all of a sudden it's gone to 16 teams. So they've doubled in 25 years. I got one better for you. I used to watch baseball when the NL East played the NL West, and the winner of a five-game series went to the World Series. Oh, nice. So there used to be four teams that made the playoffs back in my day. You want to know why? Because I'm old. No, but the... the oh, you missed it. Oh, it was, no, it's too late. It doesn't work now. Well, no, I was because I was going to tell you the reason why it's... Because I'm old. That's why. Now, can you give, can you give my boy his that's overdue? He's guilty of bad timing, and now the streak continues officially. I was trying to make my point. Sorry. Go ahead. Make your point now. We had to get... Well, that was business. We had to get that business out of the way, Cubs fan. The point is, back then it wasn't about the money. Back then it was about playing the game. Now it's everything. It's, it's cash money. Everything. Totally. So all of a sudden you double... You double... You, you expanded double the teams that were allowed in. Surprise. And all of a sudden now all those other markets are going to be able to have games. And then you, that man. drives in more dollars. I told you, man. Merchandise. I told you, man. TV. I told you, man. Ratings. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all here, man. I told you, man. If you don't believe me. It's all about the Luca, bro. It's all about the Luca with these guys. Sad you don't have your hat. My hat? Your money hat. We had retired the money hat for a little while. Yeah, well, it's almost time to bring it back. We haven't had sports in four months. I, I think it was retired because there wasn't a whole lot of talk about sports and money. Well, that's the reason why, because we've been in a pandemic. Because that was a here comes the money moment, wasn't it? Absolutely. And I didn't have the, I didn't have the hat. Here comes the money. Yeah. I mean, you could play it and I could run and get it. Yeah, yeah you're not going to make it in 11 seconds.
Are you trying me? Yeah, not with my back. Not with your back, bro. Please. There's don't no even way. try it. Don't make it radio stick. No. No, no. Don't even do if it. I was in great shape, I can't make it. Don't do it. Um, and it also shows that even if you're in great shape, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you can throw out the first pitch of a baseball game. Did you see Dr. Anthony I Fauci? I, I saw Fauci's flop. The rumor was he was concerned that that was going to happen. He overthought it. That's what happens when you overthink that. He's supposedly athletic. I had bragged about how athletic he was. It didn't necessarily look like he was athletic the way he that wound up through that pitch. That was terrible. Talking about throwing out first pitches, do you hear who's throwing out the first pitch of a game in Yankee Stadium on August 15th? Uh, no, I did not hear. Yeah, that would be none other than DJT45 himself. Interesting. He's going. He's not going to put the first pitch. I can't wait to see. He's going to throw the first pitch. Well, wasn't he like a like? Didn't he play for football in high school or something like? No. That? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I didn't get that memo. Oh dear God, Fauci! Come on, let's look. Oh, he thought that one way. That was just brutal. Ouch! He missed. <laughs> So did you hear that in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot is planning to remove a Christopher Columbus statue? Well, hold on. Donald Trump played baseball in high school. And he's, and he's actually in there as the 10, 10 most athletic presidents. Get the bleep out of here. According to Max Preps, right? Get out of here. Is, according to Max Preps, let's go He's through this list. He's not more athletic than Obama. He's not more athletic than both Bushes. Uh, all right, hold on a minute. No, no, hold on. Let's go through this list. They got number 10. They got George W. Bush. Oh, no. George <laughs> Yale. Get out of here. Number nine. No, no, that's no, W or the old man? W, W. Oh, W was pretty athletic. Go ahead. John F. Kennedy. He was athletic. Number nine. Jimmy Carter, number eight. So then where the hell is this guy? I don't know. Let's go down the list. Let's go down the list. You got to be kidding me. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. JFK was super athletic. He served in the military. Get out of here, Trump man. You got to be kidding me. Hold on a second. You just stumbled upon something that's not political, and I'm going to get to say whatever the hell I it's want. It's political, but not political. It's not it's political. Sports-wise, it's sports-wise. Sports How the hell is Trump ahead of W? Carter, who used to run every day. He's the guy who used to run every day. I'll give him Carter, maybe Car. I don't know. That one's tough. It says, to, it says JFK used to play football, and the family had football games. Get out of here. Trump's not more athletic than JFK. He has touch football games on the White House lawn. This is horse manure. <laughs> Who's seven? Uh, well, we have. Well, I said eight was Jimmy Carter, so seven is Ronald Reagan. You're going to tell me that, that they're ranked Trump more athletic than Ronald Reagan? This is horse manure. Go ahead. Six. I'm, yes. about, I'm about to say the word. This the is horse manure. Theodore Roosevelt. Five? Donald Trump. God bless. Do you realize that Teddy fought a war on the back of a, riding the back of a horse? Like, go ahead. Who's hey, look, he did play football. Trump played high school baseball and football, so I was right. Look at that. Four. <laughs> Obama. Three. George H.W. Bush. That guy was a G. Two. Eisenhower. He was a general in the war. Right. One. Uh, Gerald Ford. Yes. He was a center on two times. Uh, yes. He's at Michigan, 1932 and 33. Yes. Who the hell would remember that? He was the MVP. His yes. senior year was reported offered contracts by both the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Yes. 
Yes. But he decided to go into politics. Politics instead. Even more reason Trump can't be five. Ford also played in the college all-star game against the Chicago Bears, as well as the East-West Shrine Game. Shrine Game. Yes, he absolutely did. And he graduated from uh, Grand Rapids South High School, where he was an all-city player. Why are we why are we removing a Christopher Columbus statue? <laughs> oh my god, you're crazy. Why? <sighs> First pitch, Donald Trump. This should be fun to watch. should be can you imagine someone someone portland uh, no actually not portland king whoever this is who oh our boy look at this i always like hearing from someone who's one of ours or soon to be one of ours our boy michael mccoy made a great point on twitter it's great have trump throw out the first pitch and then everybody kneels before he does <laughs> oh my god get michael mccoy a whistle would you <laughs> wow. That's funny, I think. It's funny. You know, I no longer opine on this stuff. I just sit back and laugh, right? Yeah. yeah it's easier to sit back and laugh. That's pretty good. It works better. Uh, did you see the cardboard cutouts in the Giants-Dodgers game? No, because I didn't stay awake for that. You didn't. I had to be up at 5 in the morning. Your radio show. So do you know that it's, it's, it's becoming, apparently, I don't know if this is a joke. I think Omar Kelly is one of the cutouts in the Dodger Shut game. Up. I'm not really sure why. He's claiming to be. Oh, no. I read it wrong. He wants to become a cardboard cutout, which I agree with him. Why? I'd love to be one of the cardboard cutouts. Why would you want to be one of the cardboard cutouts? 100%. So pay for it. You can't pay for yes, that. Yes, you can. Hey, I need to. You don't pay for that stuff. I'm sure you know somebody, they put your ass up there. I'm sure if I asked the Marlins, we could put. Look, Sean Mendes can go to the game. That's what I would lobby for. If Sean could go to the game on our behalf wearing a Slam Radio shirt, we put a Slam Radio shirt on our. Sla on our Sean Mendez cutout. Oh, we might get in trouble. If are you sure you want to be a cardboard cutout? Why? Fan cutouts are available in the dugout club or the new pavilion home run seats. This is DodgerMLB.com. So your cutout could buy a seat in the game? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. $299. But you, but you have to buy a seat in the game. Fan cutouts are available in the dugout club or the new pavilion home run seats. So you buy your cutout and they put it on a seat. No, thank you. Two ninety nine. And in the field level or lodge level locations, it's one forty nine. Plus, you'll get the chance to take your cutout home at the end of the season, which will also be authenticated as game used by Major League Baseball. Are we really doing that? That's what they're doing. Dear Lord, help us. <sighs> this just added. Your pup now has a chance to be part of the action with pups at the park. This newly, newly added section will be on the lodge level for only $149. See your dog in the stands cheering on the Dodgers the victory. So the dogs can buy a seat. So the dogs can also a buy a seat. cutout of the dog. A cutout. 
Correct. Just add it in because we don't want to. We don't want to discriminate against dogs. So then they have instructions on how to take the best fan cutout photo. So you can't put, you can't throw your hands up in the air. So you can't do anything goofy. You want to maybe make a goofy face or something like that. But it shows some guy holding his hands up and it says, "This is the wrong way." Make sure you wear your Dodger gear. Dodger blue is preferable. We want to see that Dodger pride. That's very funny. Yeah, I'm not paying money for that. Never mind. Sorry I asked. My bad. Do you know there's a lady running for, for mayor here in Miami-Dade County? Her name is Daniela Levine Cava. Don't we know her? Didn't she come and visit us here? No, we had her on the line, I believe, on the phone. Did we interview her? Is that why she looks so familiar? I think so. I interviewed her. What's her name? Eileen what? No, it's, it's Daniela Levine Cava. Is that why she's so familiar to me that I can't? For the life of me, I can't figure it out. I don't remember. So now you don't remember. No, I, I need don't. your help here, dude. I was thinking of another Eileen. Uh, sorry, it's Daniela. Eileen. I was thinking of Eileen, Dr. Eileen. No, I have no idea. You maybe you, no maybe you knew her in a past life or something like that. No, dude, I, this this is something. This is I know her, but I already tried this because I think I, I tried to. Yeah, I think I tried to associate. You know how you can look it up and see if you've had a post with. Yeah, I think I did this already, <laughs> and I failed miserably. I don't know why I think she's been here before. No. She doesn't look familiar to you at all. You no, not at all. This. Not at all. Maybe she did come by one time, but when, when, if she would have come by, it would have been like a big crowd of people or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, the, the situations like that. I don't necessarily focus on everybody's face because I'm never going to see them again. But I do. Yeah, well, you're observant like that. You're an observer. I'm an observer. I'm a watcher. Yeah, she's. I can't find it. Doesn't matter. It's all good. Should I just stick to sports then? Yeah. Is that not? better than, than worrying about this? Why not? Because yeah, I'm not finding anything. Maybe she's never been here before. Maybe it's just a figment of my imagination. Either way, I know it's not a figment of my imagination. Baseball's back. I was pretty darn happy. Yeah, buddy. Yankees are 1-0. Yeah, buddy. We'll go over today's schedule, who gets things started, the, the dilemma of the Toronto Blue Jays, that and so much more right here. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. We'll be back. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. What's up, y'all? This is Martellus Bennett, and you are listening to Slam Radio. We are back. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. All right, we're back. Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm pretty grumpy for a guy who's happy that baseball started. In other news, Washington picks a temporary name for the 2020 NFL season. They will call themselves Washington football team. Subject. 
They don't have to say it like that. The Washington football team. This is Washington football team. Uh, Two. Uh, why are you so extra? Why? Yes, the Washington football team, who happened to be established in 1932 or whatever. I'm just happy it's back. That's all. I'm happy that I can go to the schedule section. Right? I can have you play the cheesy music, even though there's only two games from last night, and I can do what I used to do so long ago. Let's recap last night's games in Major League Baseball. First, Nationals Park hosted the season over between the guest New York Yankees and the world champion Washington Nationals. Derek Cole took the mound for the Yankees and pitched superbly. Five innings allowing just one hit and one run as the Yankees coast to an abridged six-inning 4-1 victory over the Nationals. Giancarlo Stanton, two for three, three runs batted in, including a bomb 460-foot home run. Yankees now 1-0, defending champion Nationals 0-1. 10 o'clock, the Dodgers at Chavez Ravine took on the Giants, and it was all Dodgers, baby. With the help of five runs batted in by Kike Hernandez, including four hits. And first home run of the season. Dodgers coast to an 8-1 victory over the rival San Francisco Giants. Cueto goes four innings. Had done well. But uh, he did not get any help from his amigos. You gotta love that when your thing just goes on randomly. Oh, that's yours? Okay. That was scared me. me. I was like, How man, what happened to this file? I thought it was clean. The file's very clean. It's me. That's not clean. Today's games through 4 p.m. from City Field, the Braves and the Mets. Oh, that's just beautiful to even say it, isn't it? Amazing. Isn't it just gorgeous to have that Absolutely. conversation? Mike Soroka taking the hill for the Braves. Jake. Jacob DeGrom on the hill for the Metropolitans. 6-10 first pitch. Between Detroit Tigers and the Cincinnati Reds. It's a beautiful thing that baseball's back. Just to hear that song is just a beautiful thing. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Just wish we can get into the ballpark. Yeah, right? It would be nice, wouldn't it? But I guess that's not going to happen. Boyd versus Sonny Gray. 6-40 first toss from Tampa Bay. The Jays and the Rays. See what I did there? <laughs> Hinjin Ryu for Toronto. Charlie Morton taking the hill for the host Rays. 7 p.m. first pitch from Wrigley Field. It's the Brewers and the Cubs. Brandon Woodruff, opening day starter for the Brewers. Kyle Hendricks on the mound for the Cubbies. And a 7.05 first pitch. The Phillies hosting the Miami Marlins. Sandy Alcantara on the mound for the Fish. Aaron Nola for the Phils. 7.10 first pitch in Cleveland. They host the Kansas City Royals, do the Indians. 
Danny Duffy on the mound for the Royals. Shane Bieber, don't call me Justin, for Cleveland. <laughs> 7.30, first toss brings the O's and the Red Sox. That one can be seen on ESPN. Tommy Malone on the mound for the O's. The Red Sox roll out Nathan Uvalde, the flamethrower. 8.05, first pitch from, uh, from Arlington. The Rockies face the Rangers, Herman Marquez on the mound for the Rockies. Lance Lynn taking the hill for the Rangers. A lot of these first-day pitchers, former Yankee pitchers. That's weird. You have Sonny Gray. I think Aaron Nola is a former Yankee. Am I right? Nathan Uvalde, Lance yes. Lynn. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of former Yankees there. Just saying. For Yankee fans to say we don't ever have pitching. Just throwing it out there. You know? mm-hmm. 8-10 first toss. Two games in Chicago today. Not that it matters because the fans don't need to get there. Chai Sox and the Twins. Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins. Lucas Giolito on the mound for the White Sox. 8-15 first pitch from St. Louis. Pirates and the Cardinals. Musgrove against Flaherty. 9-10 first pitch. Seattle travels to Cheat Town. They face the asterisks. Marco Gonzalez on the mound. And Justin the Hypocrite Verlander taking the hill Yikes. for the Houston Astros. Cheaters. Whatever we call them today. We could change teams' names, right? We should change the Astros' names. We should. Diamondbacks and Pods, 9-10 first pitch. Madison Bumgarner taking the hill for the Diamondbacks. Chris Paddock on the mound for San Diego. Samarja and the Giants are going to give it a shot again at Chavez Ravine tonight. 9-40 first pitch. Ross Stripling taking the hill for the Dodgers. And the Angels travel to Oakland. 10 p.m. first pitch. They start off their season. Andrew Heaney on the mound for the Angels. Frankie Montas on the mound for the A's. There you go. Everything all laid out. That would put everybody in at least one game so far this season. Am I correct? Six, nine... 12, 14, that is correct. Yankees are off today. Probably traveling. They only played a one-game series, or they're playing Washington all, se- all, all uh, weekend? That's funny. I couldn't tell you. I'll tell you now. But usually you start as, that's weird. The Yankees don't play tonight. Isn't that odd? A little, a little odd, but, I mean. No, they play Washington tomorrow. Why don't they play them today? Did I miss a game? I don't know, unless they gave them the day off because they... they Maybe. Started. Maybe because they started on Thursday, I'm thinking. Yep. yep. They even it up maybe for everybody else. So they don't play today, but then they continue their series tomorrow against the Nationals. James Paxton scheduled to be on the mound for the Yankees. Steven Strasburg for the Nationals. 7-15 first pitch on Fox, by the way. I like that there's baseball and a schedule and scheduled starters. and Ah, smells like spring again. <laughs> but it's summer. But it's summer. And it's raining. And it's awful. And all that stuff. In other news, um, so I'm going to go back to something I used to say a while ago when sports was living. The first headline has to do with politics. The first headline in ESPN, it has to do with politics. Why? 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 
And it's about the guy you like to rag on, too. Which guy? He talks about Black Lives Matter, a walk of life, and an advocate, advocates for Breonna Taylor, which all of that I believe and all that I, I, I am totally into the notion that there has been such a unification of this message. And some people don't like it. I have absolutely no problem with it. I love messages. I love using your voice. This is fantastic. But why is it wrong to want to like draw a line? Like, well, why is this a sport? Because it's LeBron that's saying it, it becomes a sports headline. Like, this is a CNN headline. This is a Fox headline. This is not a sports headline. Am I wrong in saying that? No, I don't think you're wrong in saying that because I like to keep one thing over there and the other thing over there. So I don't understand why that's being, come, being brought up on a sports site. Unless it's something that's affecting a game or an Well, I mean, obviously, you know, in the courts, they have the Black Lives Matter and, you know. I guess they asked him, you know, for, for his opinion on something. And he spoke about it. And and I guess, you know, if he's asked, and that, that's the other problem is that it comes up in those circles. Like, I'd like to talk about how he scored 12 points in 15 minutes. And you give him a platform to use it to, to, I don't know, man, because it's, at the same time, his platform is sports. And if he's going to make a difference, I guess he's got to use that. I just, I'm being a selfish fan now. Like, I want to draw a line. We're so into politics in every walk of our life that is it wrong for me to just kind of want to isolate sports from that? No, it's not wrong. But then it's not wrong for him to use it as, as a platform either, though. I like it. There's nothing egregious. But about people it. run the sports to run away from all that stuff. If we want to hear about the but, politics and stuff, but to then his I'll go defense, to Fox News, I'll go to CNN, I'll go to my the, gotcha, the that, channels I go to. The, and I feel that way, but except for he does have a right to use that platform in that way, as long as it's not like he is who he is because of that platform. You know, guys like Jeter get accused of never having said anything worth a damn during their career. You know, very bland interviews, uh, very on the fence, very agnostic. You know, you, you got to say LeBron stands for something, which makes a lot of sense, too. I just, as a fan, I wish it wasn't there, but I understand that that's the way he can move his message. You feel me? So I'm torn a little bit. But I, I don't like the first, like, I, man, I just want, it's been a long time since we've just talked sports, bro. He can say his message. He has Twitter. On his Twitter, a million people watch his Twitter. The other day, he came out when when Washington came out with their with their football team. He goes, "Oh, I, I I wonder how long that board conference meeting was to come up with that name." Like he has his way, and people talked about it. It came up on the news. Hey, he said this. There's ways that he can talk. He doesn't necessarily have to go to that. Yeah, I guess. The statement's being made already. Look, he wants to make such a statement that on the back of his jersey, you know how players have a list of. Uh, of, um, I guess, quotes or sayings that they can write on the back of their jersey? He's like, no, I'm going with my name. All right, so you don't have that much to say anymore. So just say that's it. Wow. It's just dastardly times, bro. You go through the news, you see all kinds of crap on the news. Like, I'm just going to say, people getting offed. I mean, like, this is a former University of North Carolina Wilmington professor. He resigned. He had some controversy, some things that he said wrong. Found him dead yesterday in his house. Jesus. 
Really? Just found him dead. And the tweets are wrong. And but this is the times we live in, so people are afraid to talk. They're more afraid to talk now than ever. Well, apparently they had something so going on. Something happened with the, with the Epstein trial or something like that, and they had changed somebody. And the day that they had changed the them, judge, they had the, the judge, they had like a death threat or something. No, right? no, no. The judge, there's a judge that took on a, a portion of that case. Right. I don't know if it's a civil side of it. You know, it just came on one of the cases that's there, and and two or three days later, they came to the door, shot kids, shot the husband. Like it's just, it's it's chaos. Yeah, my wife ended up telling me about that one. It's absolute chaos. And then you go with news, you know, and you try to find objectivity in news. Like, so I'm asking for, you know, don't let this stuff bleed in my sports, right? But maybe it's the way to go about it because you go to the news and it's a slant. Whether it's one side or the other, you can't really get, you know, your headlines are slanted for crying out loud. And I don't mind if, if you're making a point, but <coughs> don't pawn yourself off as a news source. And your top headline is an opinion. Like, it's just tough. And everybody's guilty of that. They're all, like, Fox, and they're all guilty of that crap. That's why it gets harder and harder to believe what you read. It gets harder and harder to... Uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's just, it's just strange. It's, some, it's a sign of some crazy times. So now more than ever, even if I don't want to sound off with my opinion about don't let this stuff bleed into sports, can you understand? You, you almost don't want it to ruin that also. Right. It's just a, just a train of thought here, I guess. It's been so long. Like, now we're getting back into sports. Like, that's it. Like, we get it. We've been talking about this for four months. Things have been happening. Things are trying to get under control. Back to sports now. Come on, guys. Like, we haven't played in four months. You guys are supposed to be focused on Can playing. Can we keep game. it out of there for right now? Right, Let on. us play a little bit of this right you now. You guys have had plenty of time to say whatever you guys have wanted to say. Why Every day it's right something now? new. Why does it have to come up? Exactly, bro. Exactly. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not trying to be a jerk. You know, but but look at this. I, I'm going through the headlines. Washington picking a temporary name because the name was racist, and I agree with that move. Albeit for many many years, that team was a team that was in my good graces. And this argument about changing the name has been there forever. At least four years that's been there. Oh, it's been much more than that. People have claimed it to be racist for a long, long time. Trust me. Um, the third headline is about McCutcheon's speech during a ceremony between the Yanks and the Nats. Kentucky faculty wants Rupp Arena name changed. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, they claim that uh, the name Rupp, which the legendary basketball coach Adolf, I think it was Adolf Rupp, has come is a name that stands for racism and exclusion in UK athletics, which may very well be true. So they want to remove his name from there. So we, we have to, I had to remind someone recently, <laughs> all of this indignance 60, 70, 80 years later, right? Like, I'm not judging, but I'm going to say something that might hurt some people's feelings. 
Guys, they were all racists. You know that, right? They were all racists. Every one of them was racist against blacks. They might say they weren't, but they weren't. Democrats, Republicans, all alike, they were racist. It was a way of life, and it needed to be changed. So wanting to rename something because that guy stood so, so basically you're not going to name it again. Like that guy basically is responsible for Kentucky basketball. But you, you want to ignore that because of what, his, what he stood for, which may have been what everybody stood for. Well, it's the same. It's a similar situation in Tallahassee with uh, with with Doe Campbell, right? They said, "Yeah, well, I'm the one that brought up that Doe Campbell, thanks to my friend Toby Sremnick. I didn't know know about it. I understand a lot of this. I Doke is a guy, and for all I know, you change her up, and that's fine. I'm not. There's an individual motivation to each one of these, right? That I'm not pining on. I'm just be careful because there's two sides to it. The Christopher Columbus thing, I'm not even going to comment on it other than, like, my gosh. Um, the first four stories are politically motivated on headlines on ESPN. Tough. On the opening day of baseball, <laughs> the first four headlines. An opening day during a circumstance that has unprecedented to unprecedented levels. If you've seen unprecedented, unprecedented is normal compared to this. And yet the top four headlines have nothing to do with that game. Sure, the picture in the front and center is, you know, here are your highlights. This is the video. I know that. But the top headlines, the first four, have nothing to do with the Yankees four, Nationals one. I guess that's why I am bringing it. For all of the efforts of don't talk politics, don't talk politics, please, 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 pretty please, with sugar on top, do not get angry at me for telling you that, okay, when we talk sports, I don't want to talk politics. But you keep injecting it and infusing it in my... I'm not going to shut down ESPN.com. Of course. I can go to other sources, true. But it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. Washington football team it is. And yeah, there's I, a lot of athletes that commented on this. I mean, I applaud it. I applaud it. I, the, the former name didn't work, man. The former name wasn't right. The former name wasn't right. It is what it is. It, well, you know, whatever your opinion is, it is. But, but the, form, the former name was not acceptable. Was not acceptable. So I'm okay. And, and in some of these cases, and in many of these cases, Frank, there is absolute true justification to it. But I just ask for, you know, be cautious, be careful. You'd be surprised, you'd be surprised at the things you get when you wish for. Max Kellerman says that their names are ridiculous. Washington football team? Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. But you couldn't keep it 
The other one. But come on, you had to pick something shorter. You had to pick something, at least something for now. That, but you can't put the whole name, the Washington football team. It's going to make everything extremely ridiculous during broadcasts. Everything. Conversation, broadcasts. You know, I'm going to the Redskins. Until they give Ooh. me a name, the Redskins. <laughs> no, no, no. Say that word. Can't say that word anymore. Hmm. Seriously. Can't say that. Is it like that? Yeah, I said it since. Yep. It's absolutely. I hate to correct you like that, but 100% we can't say it anymore. All right. Well, I'm going to come up with another name. It won't be it won't be RS, but I'll come up with another name. I, have to, I like I, no way that every time I'm gonna talk about the Washington yeah, football team, I'm gonna you have say to the say Washington. that's exactly why they made the official announcement. Okay, so Joe Buck calling a game on a Sunday. I can't wait to see how he how he so pulls this. I'm one. gonna put it to you this way: Do you remember when Joe Robbie Stadium changed their name to Pro Player? Right. Do you know that I almost lost my job because I kept calling it Joe Robbie Stadium? Really? Yes, sir. And that's not an offensive name. Well, I mean, that's just a name. Right. Yeah, you can't. You can't even. I wouldn't even paradise on it. I would call it the Washington football team and move along the way. It's not worth the trouble. I know it upsets you a little bit, but it's... It's just uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's, it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue. So when you have a conversation about it, I don't want to be talking about every time I name a team. Come on, you say Lions. T- uh, I'm going to go Dodgers, with WFT. Tigers. It's quick. Bop, bop, bop. It WFT. doesn't roll off. W- I mean, I'm an announcer here, and I'm telling you that doesn't roll off. WFT. Instead of WTF, it's WFT. Oh, that's not, that's not going to be easy. Well, I just can't call it that other thing anymore. I'm getting in trouble. So. Fair enough. It's weird, right? It is. I can't wait till the season starts just so I can hear these people call games for the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, we're going to go to break. This brings promise. When you see this next week, you know what it means, right? Is that football will come back and people will just look the other way. It looks like after a bunch of panicking stuff, it looks like college football could actually survive this mess and make it happen. With no fans. Well, it's going to be no fans. You can, Mr. No Fan Guy, like, you got what you wanted. There ain't going to be fans in any games till, uh, for a while. Cool. What about for a while? Just one season. See Mariano Rivera was hanging out with Trump yesterday? No, I did not. Mo went out there. They had kids warming up in the White House lawn, playing like practicing little league. Nice. And Trump was out there playing ball. And actually, Trump was playing catch. Actually, you, can I tell you honestly, he's playing catch with Mo Rivera. So I'm gonna be very, very honest with you. Okay. He can throw, huh? Yeah, bro. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he was warming up with Mo, dog. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> I went, huh? <laughs> yeah, and he's a ball player. He knows how to take off the glove and hold it on the other hand. He's a ball player, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some mannerisms there. I'm not one to defend. I'm not one to give a rat's ass, honestly. Um, bro. That's just great. Watching him warm up, but there's more to this video. I hope I can see him warm up again. That's very important for me to see him warm up again because he he's throwing with Mo and it looked legit. He looked better than you warming up. Nice. Have you seen me warm up? Uh, that was kind of cool. I, I hate seeing me warm up. I want to see him throw, bro. Now I'm just obsessed with watching to see DJT throw. But now it's just him talking with Mo. Do they play some more catch? Probably not. Yeah, he's just talking. He likes to talk. He doesn't like to play catch. 
<laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Oh, well. I thought he was going to fall. Let's see. So he's got a ball in his hand. Let's see. He's playing cards. Let me see. He caught the ball. Yeah, dog. No, 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 no. Obiade. Obiade. Tipo pelotero. He's a better baseball player than Fidel Castro. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Where's my whistle? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, bro. You haven't seen it? Well, just just go to his go to his Twitter page. He posted it. Speaking of whistles, so you saw the first game, right? Yeah. Okay, so did you hear the fan noise? What did you think about the fan noise? It sounded horrible. I, I thought of you. So it sounded really bad. So when I was in the kitchen prepping dinner, because my wife showed up at 8 o'clock at night, so when I'm prepping dinner, listening to the fans, it sounds like there's fans there. Obviously, my brain's telling me there's nobody there, but it kind of sounds like it from a distance. It's kind of like if you close your eyes, you put somebody in the room, it sounds like it. Here's the problem. When I started watching the game live, whoever was clicking the buttons for the fan reactions was probably watching, looking through his Instagram or his TikTok or something like that because the click of the cue of the strikeouts or the fan names was at least four seconds after the strikeout happened. Like the throw had already gone to second base by the time that the fans reacted for the strikeout. So whoever's on that job needs to be on it. Ponte las pilas, bro, because there's no way that you can give me a fan crowd roaring because of a strikeout in a two-out situation or in a one-out situation with, this, uh, with nobody on, and then all of a sudden you expect me to, 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 to buy that when the click comes four seconds later. Some amazing footage came out of France yesterday. Um, it was an apartment on fire. And two brothers, ages 3 and 10, were saved from the fire as they dropped more than 30 feet and caught by neighbors. The 10-year-old dropped the 3-year-old, and they caught him. And then the 10-year-old had to go to another window because by the time he did this, and he had to take, was it another window? Maybe it was the same window. Maybe I'm not seeing it right. And then he himself leans out the window and jumps and is caught. And it's got to be more than 30 feet because it's three stories. That's easily 40 feet. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and retweet this. We're going to go to break. I'm going to retweet this. This is pretty crazy. This is thanks to ABC News. Nuts. Wow. All right. So when we come back from break, more sports, Frank. I'm, I'm, uh, the one thing that I'm a little perplexed about is even though like basketball is going to get into a semi-playoff mode, I don't know that like, do you get the sense of a frenzy for that? Because like, I've been ragging on you about not being excited, but... I think there's going to be a little bit of a frenzy for that. For those eight games, or are they just yeah. going to get to the playoffs? No, I think there's going to be a frenzy. I mean, there's certain teams that are in better positions than others, so there's certain teams that have to probably play at a higher level than others do. But for the most part, I think there's going to be a frenzy. Especially, they're trying to get in shape. They're trying to get in that game shape. They're trying to get into that rhythm. So I think there is going to be a bit of a frenzy. Yeah. You only have eight games to figure it out. There's only three scrimmage games. So in the total, is 11 games. a couple games. of teams there that literally have to almost win out to survive. There's a couple of teams there that they can't even think about going 6-2. and two. New Orleans can't go 6-2. and two. They have less than a 20% chance with the schedule and base and all those, you know. Is that wrong of me to... Yes, no, Maybe. Maybe. You never know. The times are weird as well because those games are being played under strange conditions. I just It's not a typical basketball game with 17,000 fans screaming, so it's just weird. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. But he likes to term things about we'll run it back. Like, he used to use that term about fighting someone again. Or like, I like the way he coins that or terms it. I guess it's a maybe it's a fight thing, but he usually says it with a little more spice. I had never really heard it otherwise, running, thing, running it back. Have you heard that term before in boxing or in fights? Absolutely. I want to go it again. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. I only, I've only heard George say that. I haven't heard anyone else say that. Oh, it's a Miami. It's a Miami term. You play Madden or whatever. Hey, hey, run that back. Let's go. Let's do it again. Okay, so that is a Miami thing. Miami and term. It's not really a boxing term. No, it's a Miami term. Because now that you say it, yes, we do say it in that regards. I'm saying I had never heard it said in like in the capacity of the ring. I had never heard it said like that. He just took it as a competition. But you're right. Our boys, oh, let's run again. Let's run that back. Let's run. Yeah, you're right. You play a pickup game anywhere. Like, I got you. You're right. That is more of a Miami thing. Okay. True. You learn. Someone uses Miami term on something that should have happened a long time ago. Because once upon a time, this could have actually worked itself out somehow. Because one dude was pound for pound. And the other dude just kept getting in and out of trouble. But was probably the most feared fighter ever. And he's announced that he's coming back into the ring. Mike Tyson. But it's an exhibition fight, is it not? It doesn't supposedly even count. Do those why doesn't it count? I don't I don't understand. Why isn't it just a pro like because it's not sanctioned, I guess? Like what the hell is it? Can someone explain to me what it is? I'm not sure. So it's it's is it not sanctioned because it's an exhibition? Like while I'm young. I don't know. I'm, 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 I have no idea. So Mike Tyson has expressed that he's returning, which we had a feeling based on all the training videos. It's an eight-round exhibition match. It'll be kind of a mixed card with MMA as well as regular boxing. So funny it is that TMZ captures Mike Tyson signing the contract while smoking a joint. <laughs> of course. 
Of course he would be. But he's been very public. We've talked I about thought it for on the sure. Show. He's been very public about it. I thought for sure that was the moment. By virtue of him doing it, he earned one. Didn't he? Yeah. So? Why not, right? So give it to him. Thank you. I was apprehensive. Uh, well, because it's an endorsement. I understand. We want. We can't really be endorsing stuff like that. But it's funny that he did it. Hilarious. I'm watching him do it live. He's literally he's like puffing and smoking. Like, and Roy Jones Jr. is laughing. This is tough for me to deal with, though, because aren't they friends? Um, they are friends, but um. Oh, this is horrible. They, yeah. they, they, they first thing that came to my mind, I was like, I know I'm old, but why do I remember these two characters being friends? <sighs> Got some sounds from TMZ. He was talking about taking the fight and him being in shape and before not wanting to fight or anything like that, if you want to listen to it. Sure, go right ahead. Come to pass. How did it happen? Hey, listen, I was just, um, at one time, I was just, I was like um, 90 pounds overweight. I was doing bad. I was doing cocaine. I was drinking. And I said, Allah, if you could stop me from being this way, I'll change my whole life. And eventually, um, I got married. My life started to change. And I started working out. And um, my brother-in-law said, hey, listen, I know you don't want to fight, but would you fight um, Bob Sapp? Somebody wants to offer you a lot of money to fight Bob Sapp. And I said, get out of here. I told people I don't fight no more. And then I threw my mind. I said, ding. Hey, I said, ask them what rules they want to fight me under. And I said, will they box me under the Marcus of Queensburg? And he said, yes. And I said, I'll fight him. And if I, I know Bob Sapp is very big, strong. But if he fight me under the boxing rules, I can handle him. And I was saying, yes. And for some reason, it went from Bob Sapp to somebody else to this guy. And next thing now I'm in the room. Now, September 12th is Roy Jones. So, um. I don't know how this happened. I'm just very grateful. I'm not living the life I was living before. And Allah blessed me to be able to do this. And so it's going to be for various charities. So nobody will ever have to worry about me getting rich or being jealous and saying I'm doing this for money. I'm not getting anything. And um, I used to feel good doing this because I can. How much? <laughs> There's a... I love his storytelling. Yeah, he's a great story. There's a trainer who says that if he... Trains like six to eight weeks. He'll knock out Wilder in a round. Wow. <laughs> Which, no, man. I remember no, that's not going to happen. In shape. I'm in great shape. <laughs> I'm going to... I know you're in great shape. I wish I was in that shape. Um, he says he runs like four miles um, every morning, and then he goes into sprints. I don't doubt it. I just... I'm afraid that someone's going to get hurt in this. Uh, I hate thinking that Roy Jones is going to get hit by Mike Tyson. They're <laughs> They're friends, man. No. Why do they do this? I'm worried about Roy Jones' hearing more than anything else. Uh, doesn't he have a hearing issue? Mike Tyson has an ear issue. <laughs> Are they pay-per-viewing this thing? Yes. Even though it's, oh, God. Yes. So it's for charity. What's the charity that gets to make the money on the pay-per-view for this? Are they going to drop us 80 bucks on this one, too? Come on. Really? Roy Jones Jr. is potentially raking more than $10 million um, if the pay-per-view numbers are big. You know the pay-per-view numbers are going to be big. Oh, I thought they were fight. doing it for charity. You're going to pay for this fight, though, right? Aren't they doing it for charity? That's what Mike says. Roy don't say that. <laughs> 
Roy did not say that. I have not heard Roy say he's doing it for charity. Just saw that he can rake in about 10 mil. God almighty, Lord help me. 10 million is a lot of money. That's a lot of Luca. You're going to pay for this fight. No, I'm not. Shut up, bro. Of course you're going to pay for this fight. You don't want to see this. Well, Mike Tyson. Let me see Mike Tyson fight again. How is he, like 54 or something like that? 54. Wow. What are you going to do? Watch The Office instead? You're not going to take this? Gonna oh, what? I'm just not paying this money. Did you I catch up to me, by the way? So I'm somewhere like on four. Season, uh, season four, episode like four. Oh, it's, I think you're with me. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's a funny show. Have they professed their love to The Office yet? No. I haven't been there yet, no. Not yet. You saw the pizza delivery boy. That one was great when he <laughs> sequestered the pizza delivery boy. Because why is Mike so stupid? Why couldn't he just let him go and not pay for the bad pizza? Because they were reason this horrible pizza. What's that guy who talks so... Kevin. 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 He is so strange. Pizza is horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's so weird is that this, this emulates... There's... A, there, there's Yes. How about when they <laughs> on the video celebration from New York when they launched the website uh -huh. and they told the, the <laughs> temp, <laughs> what's his name? I, I don't remember any of their names. I don't care to. Uh, I just laugh at their characters. But when they go, well, go to my old boss. Oh, it's Ryan. Great. That was Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Dwight beat your stupid computer. computer. <laughs> and they get flipped them off. And this girl puts the pizza on the TV. Like, if you could see that. <laughs> <laughs> she got mad at him and did it. Who cares? He never saw it. Now she's uh, she hooking up with Daryl, trying to make Ryan all jealous. So, I don't uh, think you did you see the fight between her and Daryl. It, it, it's, it's, like, very subtle. But, like, it pretty much her crazy comes out. And she goes, I'm talking to my daughter. He goes, you're going to have to make a decision. It's either me or your daughter. <laughs> He goes, my daughter. Which one's Daryl, though? Um, the, the the warehouse manager. Oh, Daryl. Daryl's the one. Oh, man, Daryl. He was really funny in the basketball one. Yes. 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 Okay, so. He's, like, very calm. Like, like you're like, damn, bro, this guy's, like, very super chill. Yeah, he's really laid back. Really and then laid he, back. So he's dating. Now he's dating the Kelly, I guess her name is. Kelly, yeah. which is very funny. Yeah. And she's doing, oh, yes, because when she saw Ryan, I'm dating lots of men, a lot of black men. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. This show is ridiculous. We're not making much sense on the air here. That show is um, is insane, man. I, I don't understand how it flew under my radar for so long. I've said this over and over again. Me neither. Uh... It's nuts, bro. It's simply nuts to me. I don't, uh, I don't equate it. I don't understand it um, because it's so funny. It's so out there. And, um, well, <laughs> I have no words, bro. I really do. I have no words. Anyway, so I digress. So, yes, I'm caught up on The Office with you, bro. I'm there. We're there. We're there. 
exciting and new. You know, what? talking about exciting and new. I uh, I had an opportunity to watch recently some of the um, old shows. So, have you seen the Applebee's commercial? No. Which one? They have a new Applebee's commercial with Welcome Back. Mm-hmm. And they play the Welcome Back Cotter theme. Mm-hmm. You've not heard that? The Welcome Back. Well, that's the theme song of Welcome Back Cotter, which was a show that was based in Brooklyn. John Travolta was on that show. Mm-hmm. Played Vinny Barbarino. And um, there was a lot of characters on that show. It was very 70s. What was amazing about the show um, was the Brooklyn vibe that you got from it. And it was multi-ethnic. You had the Hispanic Jew. You had the black guy. You had the little Jewish guy with Arnold Horshack. Um, it was interesting, to say the least. But I realized when my son goes, oh, this commercial makes all the sense in the world. And I see the kids jiving the song. Like, you guys realize that's an old song? Because I started singing along with it. How do you know this song? I'm like, okay. So I, I started playing old shows for them through YouTube on the TV. There's a reason why they don't know this stuff, right? Right. Because this stuff doesn't age very well. No. So, Welcome Back, Cotter was funny to me in the 70s. And then I watched an episode a couple of days ago. Not so funny. Well, they say comedy doesn't necessarily age well. So, do you, so you don't even remember the show. I never saw it. I don't so, John Travolta played Vinny Barbarino, which was like the Italian Brooklyn good-looking dude with the hair who had a 74 IQ. So his whole bit was being a dork like this. Not even a dork, just not being the brightest light on the Christmas tree. Mm. Say. Um, I'm just astonished you've never heard of it because it's such a part of, I guess. Well, I mean, I've heard of it, but I never, see, I never saw it. So they were cringing the entire time, huh? Uh, you were the coin cringing. Well, I'm listening to this, and they're not necessarily laughing. And then I realized, you know, well, I'm just, you know. Were you laughing like a doofus and they're just kind of yes. laughing Yes, yes. <laughs> you old guy. Yes, I was. So, like, I'll give you an example. I'll play some of this here. Let's see if I can uh, do this without hurting myself. Distance. It's made it clear that the best... Yeah, of course, I have to play the ad first. You know how that works. <sighs> I make it so Can't easy. kid us. I mean, you leave me no choice but to prove it. Hey, Carla, up your nose with rubber hose. Twice as far with a chocolate bar. Watch. Hey, Carla, you are so low. You, I mean, you are so low that you could play handball up against the curb. <laughs> See what I mean? The old Carla wouldn't have taken that. He's right, Mr. Carter. If you was yourself today and Vinny said them things to you, why, you probably would have said something like, uh, hey, Vinny, you know why you don't got no freckles? Because they probably slide off. See that it doesn't age well? And then, then you probably would have said, hey, Vinny, if you ever jumped off the George Washington Bridge, you'd leave a bathtub ring. That one was kind of funny. Big finish. Hey, Vinny! 
Okay, so I understand why it's funny because I remember. Yeah, and and that that show hit you at home because you were Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. It was supposedly taking place at a school that was I don't want to say down the street from my house, but down the street from your house. Like from here to Miami High. I guess. Wow. Okay. Like not that far. <laughs> so Vinny Barbarino's known to be the dummy. Like the uh, uh. He had a bit that he used to do that all the Italian boys thought was funny. Well, I don't think it's that funny. Anymore. No, I it's just not. Are you gonna play it? Yeah, here it is. What? How much do you remember? When? Well, this is this is the wrong one. This is when the teacher does it back at him. And by the way, the whole thing is set up in a high school. The teacher has to survive these characters because these people are characters. Mm -hmm. um, like Saved by the Bell? Yeah, but this is Brooklyn in the 70s. So just, you know. Not California in the 90s. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> now, I remember during all this, you know, John Travolta's trying to be a singer, trying to be an actor trying to be on Grease, trying to be on Saturday Night Live. And this was the springboard to that. So he had a song. I'll find the who, what, where in a second. They called it the Barbarino song. Make the days count with Carl. Yeah, that wasn't the Barbarino song. See, once in a while it plays it, once in a while it doesn't. You can go ahead and put it on now. Here is that Sicilian songbird, the wonderful Mr. Vinny Barbarino. <laughs> So he comes flying in in some bodysuit. Listen to this song. He's supposed to be the dummy, right? So he's doing the Elvis 70s style with long hair. That was it. He had the country in the palm of his hands, bro. He had the country in the palm of his hands, brother. Because of that? Yeah. When he did the Barbarino song, forget about it. Wow. It was over. Yep. And then I realized it was funny to me because I remember it. Not that funny. Yeah, it doesn't. Like the stuff that like uh, Richard Pryor put out is not necessarily not that funny. Like, have you gotten you, like Eddie Murphy Raw is hilarious to me, especially the you got some ice cream and you ain't got. No, Delirious is the first one, right? Delirious is the first one. Then yes, Raw is the second one. So right. I, we saw Delirious. Mm -hmm. I laughed more than she did, but she said it was very funny. I said Raw is gonna knock you off your feet. We haven't watched Raw yet. Oh, Raw is hilarious. Raw sister. I like the. Oh, so you have no idea what I'm talking about about the ice cream? I've seen Raw before. They oh, haven't okay, seen okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. But like, Delirious, for example, she freaked when he, when he did a couple of things. You know, he, he was the master of impressions. Eddie Murphy was back in the Absolutely. Days. Eddie Murphy was the man, the goat. And I, I think that. Potato the potato pot. Yeah. yeah. Potato the potato pot. <laughs> hey, man. You're gonna put potato in the potato pot? I saw that movie yesterday. You saw that? Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
actually a good laugh. I got to I just worry about the bad words, but I want to get the part where he sings. You know what I'm saying? So His actual song? Well, no, not his song. I know what his song is. <laughs> And is a good-looking guy, but ain't the most masculine fellow in the world. This is dangerous. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is super dangerous. Because <laughs> he's like Steph Curry when he's curses. That's, that's Michael's hook, this sensitivity. <laughs> as the women be saying, Michael's just too sensitive. <laughs> they eat that shit up. Like oh, uh, oh, he's like Steph Curry popping curses. Yeah. He's just quaking that mother. I don't even ah. know what you're going to do with it, but I want to hear him sing. That's the part that... That drives me nuts. That's the funniest one. Let me see if this is it here. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I think I found it. Yeah, I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. This is the best thing ever. So I want you to understand. This is in a comedy routine. Is this in Delirious? This is in Delirious. My, uh, Eddie Murphy's doing Michael Jackson. Here, listen to this. And this is where my daughter looked at me and goes, oh, my God, Dad. I'm like, there's a reason he was able to record a song and, and go, I think it went platinum. I think it did go platinum. Here we go. Real sensitive and cry on your ass. <laughs> if you hear that record, she's out of my life, Michael, go. So I've learned <laughs> that love's not possession. <laughs> and I've learned <laughs> love It doesn't get better. I mean, I did that for her, and she just looked at me. She goes, oh, my God, Dad, he sounded just like him. I'm like, yes, he did. Those guys, they aged well. So was, even though it wasn't quite as funny, he had so many angles to his delivery. That it, it and I'm looking forward to watching Raw with them. Raw is going to be a slobber knocker for them because he just has no, he just says whatever. Eddie Murphy had a hundred, a million certified unit sales, which made Party All the Time a platinum. Platinum. I know it went platinum. It's unbelievable that that song went platinum. And it was great. That was my, and, to by the way, the music store to go buy it. Like, and, there's and, no streaming. By the way, do you know who sang backups on that song? No, who? Michael Jackson. Really? You didn't know that? No, no, no. Yeah, you got to look it up. I'm almost certain that Michael sings backup in this song. Party all the time. I am almost certain he sings backup in that song. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because I know somebody's watching me, he does, for Raquel. I am almost certain he plays... It. Gosh, you got to look this up. Now I'm curious. I'm on his Wikipedia and it doesn't mention anything about it. I'm going to look this up. I know I'm not wrong about this. I know I'm not wrong about this. Did Michael Jackson, I'm looking it up before we go to break, sing back up for Party All the Time. I'm telling you, here we go. No? No, he didn't. I'm wrong about it. Whoa. Have you I seen the names of his songs on, the tr on, the, on, the, on this playlist? <laughs> I can't even read the first one. It's pretty bad. Oh, no, it's very bad. I'll get fired. Okay, so then you can't say it. Absolutely not. Song facts about party all the time. Hold on. I'm telling you this guy sang backups in the song. I'm not going crazy. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, well. I could have sworn he did. Oh, well. 
So I got that wrong. I know he did for Raquel, for sure. It was produced by Rick James. Yes. And Rick James is the one who provided vocals for the songs. I'm Rick James. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Who's the gang today? Since I don't get schedules anymore from them. I don't even run the station according to them anymore. All right, so I'll see if I bait them in here. Oh, I think Amanda's there. Errol's on, Amanda's on, Bree's on, Nicole's on. Oh, the gang is on. Where, where's Amanda and where's Bree? Since they're the, they're the ones that are slowly going to be bowing out from the show in a couple of weeks. I wasn't even talking to the mic. Give me like five seconds and I'll clip. Triple yeah, you weren't on the mic. I thought you noticed that. I thought it was for effect that you had done it that. It was for effect because I was doing producer stuff. Yeah, they're you're a producer. Now. You're not a host of any sort. Hello, Brianna. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Hello, Seed. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Seed, you don't sound like you're good. What's wrong? I'm fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about. So I bet you he's been listening for three hours and whatever, 53 minutes, wondering why I haven't said a word. So I figured I'd wait till I pop y'all on the air because finally, um, oh God, am I going to really say that? I can't say what I wanted to say, Frank. I was talking about things dropping, you know, when little boys, when they drop and uh -oh. they get bigger, they become real men. Uh-oh. Yeah, we got we to gotta give a Slam Radio alumni a shout out and a very happy 18th birthday to the unique, the one and only, formerly known as Ricky Bobby. You know the vibes. Sup, Ricky? I bet you he thought I forgot. I bet you he thought I forgot. I've just been super busy. I haven't been able to text him. So, Amanda, uh, I'm sure you'll find out whether he was listening or not. Chances are he wasn't. I just have to throw that in there. I was actually going to purposely not say anything, so he goes, you didn't even say anything. I thought about it at 5.30 in the morning, and I didn't text him because I didn't want to text him at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, I don't want to be the first one. Plus, I'll probably see him later. There's a good chance of that. What are the odds that I see Ricky Bobby later? <laughs> that's, that's, She's laughing. Good. That means yes. That's a good chance I don't think right so. There. You don't, don't think, think so? so. Not no? today. Why? He's busy today? Yeah. I'm not going to get to see Ricky Bobby today? Probably not. I bet you I will. <laughs> how All much, right. How much you want to bet I see Ricky Bobby today? $5. You're going to bet me $5 on national radio? She makes money now, so don't let that fool you. <laughs> yeah, she can afford to bet $5 these days. Yeah, so it's not like an empty one. Like, be like, oh, okay, you know what? If you're betting $5, but the more, then But more confident. things change, the more things stay the same. You know, she got her first paycheck finally. Oh. Guess who didn't get his rent? Yeah, I wonder. We're going on four months strong. What am I going to do with you? Brianna, can you afford to pay rent in her room? I'll evict her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm broke. Brianna, move right in. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have to deal with hell if I did that. I could see at least two mothers having a big problem with that. One being Brianna's and two being Amanda's. But anyway, they'll probably ship me out and then move Brianna in and move me out is what will happen. That one makes a lot more sense. No Yankee baseball today. That's okay. I wore my blue for the New York Metropolitans. I thought you wore your blue for your Chicago Cubs. Them too, I think. I wore my teal for my Miami Marlins. <laughs> your favorite team, huh, of uh, all time. Yeah, I'm wearing that Marlin teal right now, baby. Hey, can I tell you something? Do you know that we have five more shows to announce next Do we? week? 
You're going to start announcing now? Nope. Oh, I'm going to wow. tease it. <laughs> five more shows? There's five more. Am I getting a raise? Well, there's a, a there's a potential. It's potentially five. It's There's a potential return of one. All right? And there's the new one, two, three. And then there's the potential of another new. So it, as many as five. As little as three, as many as five. And it could even be six if the boys get their crap together. Which I don't see them getting their crap together. Amanda, are you still there? Yes, sir. I love when you call your dad, sir. That's always showing respect and reverence towards the old man. You see how lately I sign off my shows with not just the song, but have you heard my out? Yes, I have. I usually talk about dirty shirts and taking them off. Have you, have you heard it? I've heard that one before. Yeah, I say I'm, I usually, I'm, this does not mean I'm going off now, Frank. This is usually your cue. I don't, so I'm not saying that I'm off like a dirty shirt and then he's going to, you know. It, it's not that. Do you walk out of rooms like this? No, but it's an old saying that I go to. But I can't go to the same one every day. So I find new innovative ways you do. I love to it. refer to the dirty shirt and taking it off and seeing you later. This has become my favorite part of the show because I wonder every day. You know, like in The Simpsons when they did the credits, yeah. that they always ran onto the couch some way different. Yes. This is my Simpsons moment of the show. Okay. And do you know that some of the days I go in not knowing what the hell I'm going to do to out. Other times it's completely scripted. Not scripted, but I know how I'm going to uh, do right. it, how I'm going to say it, how I'm going to change the words. How many times has it been improv Dude, it's about 50-50. Wow, okay. It's about 50-50. Now, the 50 that is improv, many times I just go to the standard and I say it because I don't really have anything, right? But I might have something today that no, It works. sounds like you have something today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that, for sure. I might have something today that works. I mean, amidst all of the COVID nonsense, right? You noticed all week I wore my Yankees mask, yes. right? You notice that? I did. I did notice that. So now it's like a badge of honor to wear a mask with something on it. So now, unfortunately, to say goodbye, I don't take a mask off. I have to literally put one on, which is kind of weird, right? So I'm referring to being off like a shirt that's not clean, right? You see, there's one way I could do it another day. I have many ways to do it. You're scaring me. You can't trick me in this moment. Oh, you know when it's I'm time. I'm gonna pull the trigger. You know when it's time. You'll know. You'll figure it out. I just know baseball's back. I can root against the asterisks. I love it. You need to follow at MLB Umps because he's getting creative or she's getting creative, whoever it is behind that account. And there's gonna be a weekend filled with baseball, except today, no Yankees baseball. So it's almost a good day. But that's all right. They'll pick up where they left off against the Nationals on Saturday and Sunday to complete their little three-game sweep. And upon leaving Nationals Park on Sunday, they will, uh, except Clint Frazier, who plays with the mask on, they will proceed to put on their Yankees mask, and then they will remove their Yankees jersey, and they'll look at Nats Park, and they'll say, see ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.